You are listening to Jim and Barb work from home. Two of my children are stranded at home trying to make home be the workplace. And of course, Jim and Barb will be laughing at each other's jokes. Your laughter is up to you. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Jim and Barb, Work From Home, episode four, I think. Correct. Back in the studio, <laughs> Barb's got new recording hardware. I do. Uh, hopefully that means less weird creaks and pops on her end for me to edit out. So, Barb, uh, yes, Work From Jim. Home update. Work from home update. I yep. did purchase a seat. Oh, you did cushion for my chair. How has your butt felt? It's slightly better. That's good. I got a, a cheap knockoff of the the purple cushions. Is purple the brand? Yes. Okay. Uh, back when I bought the first one, they also make mattresses and gotcha. dog beds and everything. Yep. Uh, when I bought my first one, uh, nobody had uh, knocked them off yet. Nobody was making uh, cheap replicas of them. Um, somebody started making a replica, um, so either they, they don't have a patent on it or somebody figured out how to rip it off. Uh, but anyway, somebody made a version. It got into an infomercial. That was enough for other people to start ripping it off. So I got a very cheap version of one. It's not great, but it's better than what I had. Um, enough that I might invest in a nice one again. Mm. Or or put one on my Christmas list. Hey. So, Barb, your chair, uh, you said, has developed a squeak. Yes, it, it has a, a little squeak. Is that a squeak you can uh, tighten some some bolts? Maybe apply a little oil? Um, or is it just a... Kind of a construction-y... It only squeaks when, when I rock side to side. All right. So, so... So when you're doing an unnatural motion in your chair... Right. It, it squeaks. Yeah. Uh, not, it's not built for that, so it makes sense that you're testing the structural integrity of the chair. I like how you say testing the structural integrity and not breaking it. <laughs> Well, you're not breaking it yet. Yet uh, being the key word. If you do, then it's time to test those customer service people at Han, because yeah. you got a lifetime what, what? Warranty. warranty. Lifetime warranty. So, Barb. Uh, yes, Jim. You said you wanted to pick some topics. You wanted to lead this show. You wanted to, to lead this horse to water <laughs> and maybe make it drink. I mean, you can so lead did, a horse to water, you can't make it drink. Isn't so it? I don't I didn't bring any any topics. I didn't I'm, bring anything to the show. I kinda wish you would have told me you weren't bringing a topic, because then I would have had a better topic, but okay, I will just roll with it then. 
<sighs> the last time you were mad at me for leading it because you had so many things that you wanted to talk about and you wanted to be in charge. And uh, now that I give you the reins, Jim? I pass the baton from my faltering hands. <laughs> uh, you, you just, you just want to give up. Have you met me? <sighs> when do I not want to be in charge, even when I don't know what is going on? You're huh? in charge. Huh? You're All in right, charge Jim. now. So since we're talking about working from home. Yes. And that is what the basis of this podcast is. It's in the title. In the title. Now, your work from home situation is slightly different from my work from home situation, in so much as you have a wife and two dogs with you. Yes. Previously, I was completely by myself. You were. I now have three foster cats to join me. Yep. So that's 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 three felines, but no actual other humans in my place with me. You do actually have another human with you. That's true. How has that been for you, basically being trapped with your wife? Luckily, uh, we live in a two-story house. So when it's time for me to work, I'm upstairs. Uh, when she's attending classes, she's downstairs. We meet up for lunch sometimes. That's adorable. <laughs> In the kitchen. <laughs> um, Do you guys pass each other notes during lunchtime? <laughs> no, because there's nobody there to, to slap us on the wrist with a ruler. Um, it's not too terribly different. Then previously, um, we would occasionally meet up for lunch when we both were in the city. So I guess really the, the biggest change is would, would be the not work time for a difference between you and I. Because Pray tell. Tell me more. End of the day, uh, I'm still at home with my wife. We're going to sit down and watch the... Great British Bake Off, and you have to sit on a couch by yourself to watch that same show. So you don't have that. You can't, like, go hang out at somebody else's house or invite somebody over. Wow. Way to rub it in. Man. <laughs> Just going straight for the jugular. You're by yourself and alone, Barb. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, isn't that where you were going? Isn't that where you started? I mean, I was going to eventually get there, but dang, son, that was like hey. a minute in and you're just going straight for it. Okay, so now, how have the dogs handled having both of you home basically all the time? Um, my, 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 my beautiful baby Sen is starting to get up there in age. Yes. And... She's a little bit deaf, right? Yes, she she's mostly deaf. She'll still hear things when she wants to. Selective um, hearing, but love it, love her. Uh, for the most part, yeah, she's not uh, going to hear anything. She isn't bothered by uh, trucks or lightning or anything of that sort. 
So does she realize that you just go upstairs when you go to work? Does she like yes. come and hang out with you by your feet and like cuddle or no. hang out on the bed next to you? No. So part of her aging is she does not do stairs very well. So when I wake up in the morning, uh, one of the first things I do is I pick her up and I carry her downstairs. Aww. And then when it's time for bed, I pick her up and I carry her upstairs. Oh! So she does not do the stairs for uh, up the first and second floor very well. Um, yeah, so she stays downstairs uh, with Christine uh, basically all day during the day. She's got a dog bed and a extra blanket and like a whole situation down there. Oh, um, River, uh, obviously the younger of the two, still comes up and down the stairs. Usually spends most of her time either hiding under a couch or hiding under our bed because that's that's where she likes to be. Yeah. Uh, so upstairs or downstairs for those options. Okay. Um, River doesn't really care one way or the other that we're home. Sen definitely takes advantage of it. Uh, again, in her old age, uh, when she's sitting and she gets uncomfortable, she likes to ask for assistance. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So she'll just bark. She'll just be laying. <laughs> and like, she'll be sitting and she'll be like, yeah, this isn't quite, I'm not quite comfortable. And she'll just bark until one of us comes and like <laughs> uh, adjusts her, like lifts her up, gets her to stand up. Because they're going to stretch out a little bit. And then she'll go and find a different spot to sit down. Uh, so she's enjoying that part of us staying home. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I am so proud of her to, to hear that she is milking the availability of both of you home to the fullest extent. I could not be happier with that. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, I think they generally like the more regular access that they have to the backyard. Now with our lunch break, we usually let them out in the backyard and bop around in the backyard for a little while. And then again, right around 5, 5.30, they'll have access to the backyard again. Whereas before it was, you know, wait for somebody to come home. And if the trains were late, that mm -hmm. pushes back our arrival time. So, mm -hmm. so, um, that's good to know. Uh, I mean, we are in what? Uh, it is November. People have been eight? saying seven months. Seven months? I, I was going to say eight months, but seven, yeah, I mean, seven months works for me. Um, seven months, some of that time, I don't know if you were in lockdown or quarantine or anything like that, um, of, you know, really primarily your wife being your only other human companion with the two pups. Um, yes. How do you feel you have transitioned to working from home? So like, I am not a work, like, like working from home is not my natural ability. I like yep. humans. I like to see people. I like to talk to people. I am an extrovert. Um, so like, it has taken me probably about six months to like come to grips with working from home being how this is going to happen 
Or at this point in time, who knows how much Mm -hmm. longer. At what point in time do you think you hit that marker? Have you hit that marker? Or were you like three weeks in, you're like, great, I love this. I can do all of these things. I don't have to sit on trains. Um, Like, where where were you when you probably hit that marker if you did? (laughs) Where was I? I'll tell you where I was. I was at home. (laughs) You were? Because I haven't gone anywhere else. I'm glad that that was your response. So do you want me to talk about my cats now? Yes, Barbara. Tell me about your cats. Tell me about being a foster mom. Tell me about uh, the... Is it an adoption place? Is that what they call themselves? (laughs) So they are called the Bitty Kitty Brigade. So like... Like, this couple started it out of their house. Yes. And that is still how it's run. Like, it is out of the, these, this, these people's house. Um, so they specialize in taking in neonatal felines. So, baby kittens. Um, so you can get, like, the bitty kit, like, the bitty babies where they need to be fed with a syringe, basically, of, like, a meat slurry every mm-hmm. two to three hours. And basically, they eat and they sleep and they poop and they eat and they sleep and they poop on repeat for a couple of weeks. And then they get a little bit older and then they can eat, basically, like, the meat slurry on their own. Right. And poop on their own as well because uh, there's often a lot of uh, cleaning of butts that occurs with the little bitty babies. Um, and then, okay. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> uh, and then once, once they've gotten a little bit older, um, the Bitty Kitty Brigade has a relationship with a number of different vets and like the University of Minnesota Vet School. And so... Vets will donate their time to come out and spay and neuter and and check on them, make sure, you know, if they are covered in worms or fleas or whatever it could be. Um, And then Bitty Kitty Brigade spends the money uh, to get them the medicine and everything like that that they need. Uh, Then once they're a little bit older, they can go to other foster parents who Mm -hmm. will basically hang out with them until they are of an age that they are adoptable. But yeah, so my friend Rose has been gently encouraging me uh, to foster for probably about two years now. Um, (laughs) So... I signed up to be a foster through Bitty Kitty Brigade. Um, And as soon as I told Rose, she was like, that's great. I've got the three perfect cats for you. And I was like, cool. I like kittens. Um, And then she was like, so here's the other thing that you need to know. Part of the reason that we're giving you three cats is because they are special cats and need to be by like separate from other cats and you don't have any other cats. And I was like, okay, what do you mean? She's like, well, Mm -hmm. they have feline leukemia. So basically feline leukemia is very reminiscent of normal leukemia. 
um, it you get a compromised immune system, right. uh, and because of that, you uh, the best way for cats they can be with other animals, dogs, guinea pigs, rabbits, ferrets, other stuff like that, and and they're good, they're great because they don't have similar uh, like diseases and stuff that they share. Um, but if they're with other cats, they should be with other cats that have feline leukemia. Um, right. So the first cat that I got was Newt. Mm-hmm. So he came to me first, and we hung out together for about a week. Uh, I don't think he spent a lot of time with other cats. Uh, so Newt's story is he was found down in some back alley in Texas uh, with, uh, like, his back legs didn't work. So somebody brought him into a shelter and they somehow, he ended up getting into a dog transport that was taking him to Wisconsin. Um, (laughs) I mean, I, yeah. So, so when he gets to Wisconsin, also his tail fell off. So like, he his back legs weren't doing super great. He suddenly has no tail. They did a little physical therapy with him, uh, mm-hmm. and his legs were doing good. He still has a little bit of like a wiggle in his waggle um, when when he walks. If you look at him from behind, it's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he does he he did not know how to cat when he came to me. Um, he he did not he did not want to cuddle. He wanted absolutely nothing to do with my bed. He didn't meow. Like he did, he, he didn't meow. He meeped. He would just go, (laughs) (laughs) so like, I was like, buddy, we need to get you some cats so you can learn how to cat. Um, and so after he was with me for about a week, my next two showed up, which are Apollo and Artemis. Right. So Apollo and Artemis are a brother-sister duo um, that are a pair. So like where one goes, the other goes. So they are paired and bonded. Um, And Artemis, Artie for short, I love her. Don't tell the other cats, but she's my favorite. Um, (laughs) She's the smallest one of the group. Uh, She very often can be found in high spots, just sort of, reigning over the other boys as they like fight and rumble with each other. Um, uh, She's very lovable. Uh, And then Apollo is obviously her brother and Apollo and Newt are becoming fast friends and like to pummel the crap out of each other. Um, With Apollo and Artemis, Newt has learned how to cat so incredibly well. Good. He cuddles. He meows. He has become as food-driven as the other two. <laughs> which, <laughs> for better or worse. Yeah. Well, for worse sometimes, especially when it's dinner time and they're all under me screaming bloody murder as I'm preparing their food for them. Um, so, yeah. So, those are my, my three current cats that I have. So, um, if you are... Uh, listening to this and are interested in some very cute cats and adopting them, let me know. You would need to fill out an application and go through the whole entire process, but you would have an inside scoop as to who they are and what they're like, and I would let you come over 
and play with them <gasps> as long as you wear a mask. All right. So that's that's my cats. You talked about your dogs. Now I talked about my cats. So yeah, um, you got some some good little kittens. Do you want to adopt some good little kittens? Ah, <laughs> uh, there are plenty of kittens around here uh, to adopt as well. So this is true. Um, and I don't know how well our dogs would handle a cat. They could become new best friends. They could. Um, but I... also, I've, I've gotten pretty good with uh, just picking up poop in the backyard. I don't know if I could clean a litter box again. Uh, I feel like it would come back for you fairly easy uh, once once you started it. And just thinking about... Um, like my friend who uh, used to have cats and a dog, and like the dogs always want to eat in the eat from the litter box. Uh, it's just a whole there's there's a whole lot of uh, situation there that can be troubling, um, given the current amount of rabbit poop and squirrel poop that. Uh, my dogs will eat in the backyard. Oh, really? Uh, any treats, any treats like that that were in the house, I think they would uh, eat straight out of a, a litter box. Yeah, well, probably, probably not cats for you then at this point. Yeah. Um, is that it, Barb? Is that your topic? I mean, do you want me to talk more about Apollo and Newt and Artemis and how? <laughs> Um, my legs look like they have been in a fight with Shredder. Oh, because they just are, they just have those kitten claws. So they're just, the t- t- just really nice, sharp needles. Oh, yeah. It's and they go just... up your legs, they climb up, they climb up your legs a lot. Oh, yes. They climb up my legs. They don't just jump onto my legs, they just claw right into my legs and then proceed to claw themselves up. Um, Their favorite part to do that is when I'm in the middle of getting food ready for them. And then I suddenly have a cat attached to my hip. Um, They've also gotten really good at jumping onto my shoulders when I'm sitting in my chair and having a meeting going on. Um, Yes. And of course, they do that with their claws as well. So when I'm on a Zoom call with coworkers, they they get the sudden cat appearance and my wince and attempt to not use profanity in the workplace as potential blood drawn has happened has been happening. But I'm sure your coworkers appreciate having an occasional feline companion. They do appear on the screen. So. They do. They they think it's very cute and adorable, which it is one hundred percent. I I just wish that I could get them to be a little um a little less clawy. Nope. No. Nope. Nothing you can do there. That's yeah. their lot in life. They're cats. Yeah. They're gonna claw. Yeah. And they're still babies, so they're still working out what that means and everything. Yeah. Um, the one thing that they do enjoy, like, clawing and pawing at the most is the carpeting. Hmm. So that's something that I'm trying to figure out 
how to go about taking care of. Hmm. Cause I want, I, I need to figure out how to redirect. Like I'll, I'll put, I'll put, I'll, I'll pick their paws up and like redirect to the scratching boards. And then they just look at me and walk away. Like, what are you doing dummy? And then they'll walk away. And as soon as I turn around, then I hear the again. So <laughs> back on the carpet. Exactly. I mean, the good news is that it's just carpet. So it's not like it's that big of a deal. Um, I, you know, it's not like I spent a bunch of money putting in fancy new carpet when I bought my place. So no, you just got the carpet that was there. Yeah. Is it the sort of thing where you put rugs down and then hmm. they destroy the rugs? I don't know. You should probably I, ask that uh, cat adoption group that you're in what, yeah. uh, what other people do as other people who uh, deal with, with kittens in their lives. Yeah. I did ask because Artemis um, really likes to bite. And it's not like bite hard enough to break skin, but just bite like, Arr. just like bite down, be like, um, but I don't want, so the, the new motto in our house is hands are for petting, not for biting. Um, so anytime she tries to bite me, I take my hand away and I pet her with it. And then I try to give her a toy to chew on. She doesn't understand this at all and still wants to bite me. Um, so yeah, that's, Another thing that we're working on. From my, my very brief time in uh, researching cat psychology. Tell me more. A lot of the biting when they bite a human uh, was supposed to be because they were overstimulated. Interesting. So in theory, if that hand biting comes because you are petting, uh, you should just kind of, you know, be like, okay. We're done. We're done petting. We're done giving you attention. You now have some time to go, go be yourself, go do your own thing. I understand that theory. I don't necessarily know if that works for Artie because she will jump into my lap. Yep. And then if I don't pet her, she will bite me. If I do pet her, she will bite me. Um, so she, I think, just likes to chew on things. All right. Um, I did recently, uh, so this is something that I'm very proud of myself for. So recently, <laughs> one of the things that I purchased was a uh, bird with a little squeaker on the inside. So when you touch it, it sounds like a bird. It sounds like a robin or something like that. Okay. I gave that to Artemis two days ago and... I woke up last night at like 4 a.m. to like that just happening on in my bedroom because I was like, ah, what's that noise? Because she had brought it. Like she drags that everywhere with her. She loves it. Okay, good. Good toy. So I think I'm going to need to buy a couple more of those to keep like at my desk. So when she comes and tries to bite me, I can be like, no, play with your fun toy that you love so much mm. and see if that helps. Here's a, here's your, here's a little bird that you like. Yes. As long as it, is, as it is that style of toy that she's attached to and not that specific one. Mm -hmm. uh, and it is impossible to replicate if it's just that special one. Yeah, if it's that special one, uh, I'm screwed. Because like uh, a river, were you here when River had the had the dirt ball? 
Oh, I don't think so. River had a dirt ball? It was just a tennis ball that she oh, loved. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. And I, she um, had, had buried it, not buried it, but like has loved it, had loved it so much uh, that like it was the only thing she would play with and it would get like dirty. Uh, so we just called it the dirt ball because yeah. it was this really dirty tennis ball that she loved. No. Um, and she didn't really care for any other tennis balls. Uh, just the dirt ball. Just the dirt ball. And uh, we lost the dirt ball at some point. <gasps> oh, no. And we have tried to find any sort of tennis ball that might replicate uh, what she enjoyed about the dirt ball. Nothing? And just can't. There's just nothing. There's no other tennis ball can replace dirt ball. Oh. R.I.P. dirt ball. So... Hopefully you don't have a dirt ball situation on your hands with this uh, bird toy. Oh gosh, I hope not. She really does like this stupid bird toy. I'm glad it was a it was a last minute purchase. Uh, so I was like, screw it, let's let's add that. Yeah, why not? Best dollar ninety nine. <laughs> All right, Barb, let's wrap up the show. We're okay. uh, we're running out of tape. Um, running out of tape, uh, but this is all digital. I thought. Yes. All right. So if you enjoy listening to this show. Uh, you're probably one of Barb's friends already. Yep. Um, send Barb a DM. Send her a, a Facebook poke. Slide uh, into my DMs, yo. Don't do that. That's creepy. Um, <laughs> uh, but let Barb know that you listen to the show, that you enjoy the show. Uh, send Barb an email. Send Barb a text message. Can we start a phone number? Can we start like a Google phone number so people can call and like either give us their opinions or give us a topic or something? Yes. You're in charge of promotions. You do that, Barb. Okay. I'm going to do that. So thanks for listening to another uh, episode where Barb mostly rambled about cats. Um, You rambled a lot about dogs too. I have been Jim. I am still Barb. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye, friends. Call the phone number. I'm going to make a phone number. 